How's it going, everybody? It's your boy, Brian Justin Bailey, coming at you again with another episode of Talking Goats. We are going to discuss today why I believe the system for determining greatness is a little bit flawed. Now, we touched upon this in the first episode in saying how people just determine Michael Jordan, the greatest of all time in basketball, for, you know, somewhat of a good reason, but not good enough. And I genuinely believe in my heart that LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. Now, let me explain to you why I believe that. Michael Jordan is amazing, second greatest player of all time, and behind him is Kobe Bryant, and that's just my personal opinion. But when people bring up the championships and determining greatness, I just don't think that's very valid of an argument, because LeBron James, he has lost a lot of championships. He lost one in Cleveland. He lost some in Miami. He lost another two in Cleveland. And that's about it. But, you know, Michael Jordan going 6-0 is nothing nothing to frown upon. However, we also have to remember that he was getting beat up on by the Detroit Pistons in the years before he won those championships. And even before he won those championships, he had to get Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen on his side, two Hall of Famers. You know, Dennis Rodman was just... He was an animal. He would grab every rebound. He was he was a force defensively. Scottie Pippen, you just you can't replace him, you know. He could do everything. He could defend, he could shoot the ball, he could finish. And Michael Jordan, you know, he was a different breed too. I'm not, you know, trying to trash Michael Jordan. But if I was doing a fantasy draft of all time greatest players, I would select LeBron James first. Because here's the thing. LeBron James, he is the perfect mix of speed, athleticism, shooting, clutch genes. He could do it all. If you put LeBron James at center and said, LeBron, go shut down that center, he would say, Coach, I got you, and he would clamp that center. He could do the same thing for power forwards, small forwards, shooting guards, and point guards. He is just all of these great athletes blended into one. I don't know how else to put it. I'm just going to say he's a machine. That's all I'm going to say. He is just a machine of an athlete. And I don't think anybody could, I don't think anybody could match that. And when people are talking about championships and like how LeBron has lost so many and Michael Jordan didn't lose any, I just say, well, why isn't Bill Russell or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar considered the greatest of all time? Because Bill Russell won like 11 championships, but nobody's putting him in the top three. He may he may squeak into the top five, but I don't think he's top three all time. And nobody does. And that's a shame because he has a lot of championships to his name, but nobody's going to be, yeah, he is the greatest of all time. Maybe if you go into Boston, then they'll have a different opinion on that. But, you know, it's Boston. They're just kind of stuck up in their views of sports. Um, But, yeah, see, and me personally, I think we should look at stats as a indicator of greatness. Because look at LeBron James. He's, I don't know, what is it? It's like fourth, fifth, maybe, all-time scoring. Maybe third. He's behind... 
He's behind Carl Malone and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And he's still got a ways to go, but he is definitely going to be the most scoring athlete in basketball of all time. He is definitely going to surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Carl Malone. It's just inevitable. And we really need to we really need to take focus of that because that just goes to show that championships don't really tell the whole story. Because when he was in Cleveland, his first time in Cleveland, LeBron had nobody, like, and I mean that literally. He had nobody on his team. I could maybe name, I'm going to be honest, I can't even name anybody on that team. There was just nobody around him, and he got pummeled by David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Like, how is how is that fair? Like, LeBron James and, oh my goodness. And look at who MJ had to go against. He had to go against Carl Malone, John Stockton. I can't even name the rest of those championships. That's the only one I know. But he didn't have that much uh, talent to go against, you know? Like, the most challenges he's faced was probably the 1989 and before that the 1987 1988 Detroit Pistons that Detroit Pistons team is probably the most competition he's faced on his way to championships and they they killed him when uh, he went up against them until he got Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman but you know I could go on for hours and I will be adamant about LeBron James being the greatest basketball player of all time. I could go on for years and not take a breath like it's it, I'm that passionate about this topic. You know, while we're talking about why determining greatness is flawed, um I think we should take into account how athletes have changed the game in a way that the game will never be played the same way again. Like, for example, I remember Babe Ruth hearing this story about how he hit so many home runs, and everybody loves home runs. Like, home runs are, like, as high up as you you can get in baseball. And he was hitting so many home runs, and the fans were just going crazy for the home runs. So the MLB had to change the way the ball was made so that he could hit more home runs. He was just that good. And after that change, oh my goodness, he just, he went off. He went into a different zone, different stratosphere. My goodness. And then guys like Lawrence Taylor, I'm going to be a little bit, a little bit of a biased New York fan here, but you know, I just kind of have to be. People are saying Tom Brady, since his most recent Super Bowl win, that he's the greatest football player of all time. I just, I don't believe that. I believe he's the greatest quarterback of all time now. There's no denying that. But I don't think he's the greatest football player of all time. I believe that it is Jerry Rice, number one. Lawrence Taylor, number two. Jim Brown, number three. I feel like I could make that argument, but let's just take a look at Lawrence Taylor for right now. He was an animal on the field. Like He was so quick that you had to double him up every play. And even then, it it just wasn't a sure bet. I remember watching a video on YouTube, and it was greatest players of all time in the NFL. 
and some man was talking. I don't remember his name. I think it was Bill Parcells. But they, the way offenses had to try to slow him down was moving the plays away from him. So say Lawrence Taylor was lined up on the left side, the offenses would have to run the ball on the right side just to, just so they didn't uh, run it right at him. And that just goes to show how scared people were of Lawrence Taylor. You know, it's just he could run behind the offensive line and just chase the play down. And I believe that Lawrence Taylor was the only defensive player named MVP. He was just that good. And after he broke Joe Theismann's leg like a twig, people had to start investing in left tackles because they were just that concerned that there was going to be another Lawrence Taylor just coming into the league and dismantling entire offenses. Like, it was it's one guy. My goodness. How do you, like, that's just, to me, that's the greatest probably greatest defensive player of all time and that's just my humble opinion I know I'm being a little biased right there but it's just it's the facts only defensive player to be named MVP you know again I could go on forever talking about Lawrence Taylor fawning all over him and praying that somehow some way he gets reincarnated and plays for the Giants again but I know that'll never happen but on a baseball you know, we consider Babe Ruth probably the greatest to ever do it, and for good reason. However, you know, he did not win. He did win a lot of championships, but there are definitely players who won more championships than he has, but they don't get considered. I think Yogi Berra won more championships. I don't know about Mickey Mantle. He may have all Yankees, but nonetheless, you know, we do consider Babe Ruth to be the greatest of all time because he's just, he changed the game and he made that much of an impact. He is a sports legend. I think if I go up to the streets right now and ask people, do you know who Babe Ruth is? I bet nine out of 10 will tell me, yes, I do know who that is. And that's why I believe that we need to determine greatness based off stats how they changed the game, and overall performance. Because if we, going back to the Michael Jordan-LeBron debate, LeBron has more points than MJ all time. Like, Michael Jordan's fifth on the list, and that's not too shabby. But at the same time, it's just Michael Jordan, he could only play one position. If you ask LeBron James to play center, he's like, I got it, I could do that. Michael Jordan will say, no siree, I'm going to stay a shooting guard and do my thing, which is perfectly okay, but it's not LeBron James, and LeBron James is just a different breed. That's all for today's episode. Thank you again. I will be discussing in the next episode who I believe is the greatest athlete of all time for every sport. Thank you. Have a good one, and that's the show.